Welcome to the Cocoa Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Cocoa Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to the Coco Express Show Network. We are live, and guess what? It's that Saturday, that Saturday for Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success, with none other than Steve Duncanson and Marilyn Ocasio. I'm not sure if she's going to make it today, but please sit back, relax, learn, and enjoy. Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success, hosted by motivationalist Steve Duncanson. Start framing your tomorrows today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another segment of Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. I'm your host, Steve Duncanson, and I am pleased to be here with you. And as always, I'm also pleased that you have taken time out of your schedule to uh, to listen in. And um, uh, I'm really glad that you do, um, to, to know that um, what an opportunity to share has impact on your life and your experience. Um, that is why is why I do this, and uh, I'm really grateful and that that you take the time to listen in. Um, I don't know uh, whether Marilyn is going to be joining you today or not, but um, uh, whether she does or not, I'm still going to be able to lend you some sort of value. And if she does, she can always she can always kick in. During the course of, you know, whenever I speak with you and, and, and have this opportunity to share, I really try to share practical, relevant things, things that I am learning in uh, my life as as well. And um, so that, you know, what I share doesn't come purely from an academic standpoint, but experiences that I have, the information um, that I've learned, experiences that I have that can lend value. And one of the things that and working with a men's group that um, we've been talking about is about the relationships of fathers with their sons. Um, again, of course, it, it applies for fathers and daughters. Um, and though I, I have two sons and two daughters, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today is going to have the, the bent uh, leaning in the direction towards fathers and sons. Though, once again, um, there's there's a direct parallel, and and and, and so what I'm going to share with you is some some notes from a, a series that I've been uh, learning from, and uh, some thoughts and ideas I have on the various things that have been brought to the fore, and hopefully um, you can see some uh, some value in it. And if you have questions, comments, or thoughts, again, you can feel free to to call in or email and whatever you'd like. Uh, but want to be able to uh, to respond to you should you so desire. But we're talking about you know dads and the importance of fathers in uh, in, in a son's life. And here's the reality, right? Present or absent, good or bad, the father-son relationship is significant in shaping uh, all of us. All right. And, and again, whether the father is there, whether he isn't there. Whether the relationship is good relationship or bad relationship, um, it is significant in shaping the life of a man. Now, you know, clearly there's some statistics 
with regard to um, the presence of a father in a son's life and, uh, and, and this child's life or the absence, right? So statistically, um, children growing up in father-absent homes are more likely to die in infancy, live in poverty, end up in prison, use drugs, be abused, be overweight, or drop out of school. Now, you looking at all those things, some of you might say, well, geez, my father was there, and I did that. Or I know someone who's, whose father was there, and they still did it. What we're talking about is likelihood and statistics, okay, because it can happen anywhere. Um, but it's, it's that the likelihood is greater um, die to, for children to die in infancy, live in poverty, end up in prison, use drugs, uh, be abused, be overweight, or drop out of school. Now, children with involved fathers, and I uh, want to highlight that involved fathers, not just present, involved fathers are more likely to have better grades, better verbal skills, be more confident, and have better physical health. And um, because of what dad oftentimes demands, what dad's presence and involvement demands of children in general, um, causes them. You know, I know where it was in my house, right? When, when my mom would tell me to, you know, as far as studying and, you know, things that that, that sort or how I would speak, um, it was more um, more my mom that had the impact than, than my dad. But um, certainly it can happen both ways. And um, as an interjection here, uh, I believe that Marilyn is with us. Marilyn, you there? Yes, I am. Hello, Steve. Hello, Marilyn. Hello, everyone. I apologize. I was having uh, technical difficulties over here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. Um, and clearly, you'd be able to, to weigh in on this, being a being a parent and, and having had parents, right? So you'd okay. be able to weigh in, right? <laughs> so um, I was just mentioning about how fathers um, being present and involved in their children's lives the likelihood the better grades, verbal, better, better verbal skills, more confident and better physical health. My dad was on top of us, my, my, my four siblings and myself, um, for schooling, how we spoke, how we talked. My dad was a bit of a wordsmith, and, and though uh, you know, we you know, grew up in the hood a bit, and, and the common vernacular of the people was spoken in the street, uh, he didn't allow that to be commonplace conversation or, or ways of speaking in the home. You know, um, but the reality is research indicates that fathers uniquely add values to their children. Um, and, you know, that sentence could have been true without the word uniquely, but I think it being in there heightens the importance of dad in their children's life. Um, and Marilyn, uh, you, you feel free again to jump in. And even, matter of fact, you know, and, and I'm asking you this question, not knowing what, what I'm gonna, what's gonna be uncovered, because we haven't talked about it all, right? But um, no, would you agree with the, <laughs> Would you agree with that? You know, the impact of fathers on the children, or even your father uh, with with you. I mean, can you give us a little of your experience from that? Sure. Yes. As I as I heard, as I'm listening to you, the first thing that pops into my mind is my father, my dad, and not, you know, you know, I say anyone can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. And being mm-hmm. a dad, in that quality time, you know, with your children, and you know, and I say quality time because it's not about. 
many times it's not about just providing uh, material things and being a provider, but it's about providing that quality time, you know, that moment that they'll never forget. And I remember the, in one of our previous uh, segments how you mentioned uh, the father that took the, his daughter out on a date so as if she, mm. because, because he wanted her, him to be her first date, and I never forget mm-hmm. that. I think that's such a beautiful example, and that's, you know, just giving that special moment of quality time. And I always say my dad is the best man of the whole world, and, you know, for me to say mm. that, you know, that's something really special to have that because my I remember my father always, you know, being there for me and always being generous when we had family that would come in from out of town, and I remember the times um, the weekends, going to amusement parks, or just going to a park and barbecue, or going fishing. And even though he may not have thought during that time that was going to really have an impact on me, uh, the, you know, the way I feel about him, the way I feel about, you know, relationships, and, you know, um, and the way I am with my children, that really makes a huge difference. It makes all the difference in the world because of the relationship that I had with him. And that taught me a lot. Of course, in addition to my mom, but the subject now is dad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I think it makes all the difference in the world. Just having that quality time, and uh, and for those for those people that I mean, you know, sometimes I mean, I don't really don't know what you were discussing in the beginning, but for those that don't have their dad with them all the time for one reason or another, you know, broken homes, divorce, and but you know, even if they spend. Whatever the situation is, if they make the effort to spend that time, that that quality time with their children, it's that that makes a moment special and it makes a difference. Yeah, you know what, what we started out talking about was the fact that whether the dad your the, your dad was present or um or mm-hmm. or not, or whether the relationship was good or bad, it shaped our lives. And you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that that can happen as a result of during the course of it, seeing as how none of us had per- had a perfect father, right? As much as we may have learned and loved our, our dads, none of us had a perfect father. And so along the way, there may have been some wounds, in, unintentional or unintentional, that mm-hmm. we may have incurred. And so the definition of a wound, as we're talking about it here, is any unresolved issue where a lack of closure adversely impacts and shapes the direction and dynamics of a man's life now. Again, we're talking you know, about men, but it also has to do you know, with women. Uh, so, again, a wound is any unresolved issue where a lack of closure adversely impacts and shapes the direction and dynamics of a person's life now. Being more specific as it relates to a father wound, the wound that's created by, by fathers, is it's an ongoing emotional, social, or spiritual deficit that's caused by a lack of a healthy relationship with dad and now must be overcome by other means. I mean, when I heard that definition, um, it it really uh, struck me as as powerful. Um, Again, it's an ongoing emotional, social, or spiritual deficit that's caused by the lack of a healthy relationship with dad and now must be overcome by other means. So it clearly had to do with the aspect of relationship, and it has to be resolved. It has to be overcome in some way, shape, or form. Now, there, there, there are three common responses to a father wound, right? So one of the, the responses, and again, I'm, I am speaking primarily from 
the male standpoint. Though yeah. again, I, and I know we said this many different times, but I, I don't know at what point our listeners are going to tune in. So I want them to, to know that we are considering both. But right now we're talking specifically of, of men. So, okay. and, and some common responses of men, given the dynamics of how men are different from women, right? So well, the, the three common responses um, to the father wound with men, first it's anger and pain. You know, sometimes we simply become angry, you know, um, um, by, by what our fathers have done to us. Um, and um, and that, so we as fathers sometimes can cause this in our children uh, unintentionally, and, and it creates a wound. Now, without, without a dad, there's a vacuum in a son's life, and, a part, um, and part of what fills the vacuum is that anger, is the rage. We, we learned in many things that we've talked about in the past, talking about principles that the universe abhors a vacuum, right? It's going to fill, it's going to vacuum, it's going to be filled with something, right? And where that a wound has not been addressed or where there's something missing from child's life, sometimes anger and pain. Another thing that, another common response um, is, you know, simply bottling up the feeling. In other words, pretending like it doesn't affect you. And because we act like something is there, doesn't mean that it isn't. I think you know, commonly is referred to as denial, right? But the reality is that um, fatherlessness creates an appetite in the soul that demands fulfillment. And that's a quote by a gentleman by the name of John Sowers from a book called Fatherless Generation. He said, fatherlessness creates an appetite in the soul that demands fulfillment. And uh, so no matter how much we may ignore it, it is absolutely there. And the third wound, and after this, if you would, Marilyn, you can jump in with whatever your thoughts are. The third common response by men uh, is an inner sense of lostness or incompleteness, right? Um, incompleteness can be relational. I mean, we never uh, felt accepted or validated by that. Uh, incompleteness could also be informational, meaning dad didn't teach us certain things, you know, how to shave or how to balance a checkbook or how to pursue a woman. I mean, these are things that that could be the result of of that wound. And so um, men can have anger and pain. They can bottle it up um, or they feel a sense of, of incompleteness um, that creates negative impacts in our life. Right? So um, the good thing is that the absence of a great father is not insurmountable. It's not insurmountable. Um, uh, so, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, Jude. Uh, no, no. I, I okay, so, so. Mm-hmm, God, I'm listening. Okay. Um, great stuff, Steve. Great, great stuff. I, um, where do I start? Okay. So we're talking <laughs> the, the different feelings, okay, anger, resentment, uh, emotions bottled up inside. And where where I want to come in on this is to remind, a reminder that all of these feelings and, you know, bottled up inside and anger and resentment, that we have to take those feelings and we have to forgive 
And we have, in order to heal, the first step is to forgive, right? And we also have to take these thoughts that we have, whether it's bad memories or feelings of rejection or feelings of abandonment, those are all thoughts, right? And those thoughts are Mm going to lead to these feelings of anxiety, of anger. And these are feelings that I've experienced from, you know, certain circumstances in the past. And so the reason that I'm talking about this is because this is something that I learned. This is something that that must be learned. Okay, so mm-hmm. how do we? So how do we do this? And the number one step is forgiveness. And there's mm-hmm. actually a mantra that can be said, and it's very healing. And it's a Hawaiian method, and it's called Ho Ho Po Pono. Okay, and you can Google it. If someone's listening, it's Dr. Joe Vitale wrote a book, Zero Limits, on how this is very healing. And we have programs. Right? We all learn programs, hypnosis or neurolinguistic programming, or we'll do firewalking, we'll go to therapy, and it's all programming, right? It's just all programming. So what this says is that when we clear all of that and come from a place of nothingness, of nothing, right, and then just uh, say these Say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. And say it as a mantra, and what that does is that you're you're doing a clearing from your thoughts, from the programming, and you're sending that message to your divine self. It's almost like you have to forgive yourself, too. And I would love to discuss this more in our next segment, because I don't want to take away from you know, what's, uh, you know, the focus is about the dads, but I wanted to go into this part of it, which is about healing and how do we heal with that and the emotions because it's going to block us when we hold on to these resentments and this anger is going to block us from uh, having the flow of life and having that, uh, the flow of life of how we're meant to live and to have that, uh, and I always go back to this, to go to that place of living our purpose. And then we, we will, we won't find that ever if we live and we carry this baggage with us. So I want to just say, let's start with forgiveness, no matter how hard it is, because we want to get, you know, rid of that, uh, whatever bad memories anyone has from, you know, not having their dad present and whatever resentments, please, please, please forgive them. And that's, that's my message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marilyn, and, and you're right on, on two accounts. Certainly we have to get to that, that dynamic of, of healing, and um, that definitely is what comes up after we've clearly understood what it is that we're getting healing from, what is the thing that has happened. Um, and, and, uh, you know, and, and I would certainly agree the next segment for us to spend that much more time on this um, mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of situations um, where – um, people become aware of what the wounds are, but then they don't take the next step of getting healing. And so I think we'll have to mm-hmm. spend more time on that, um, certainly more on, on the, the next segment. Right. That the, just, you know, the, the thing is recognizing as fathers um, and that, that some, you know, wounding, wounding, your, wounding your son to some degree is unavoidable. And because we mentioned earlier that fathers aren't perfect, we're perfect. Mm-hmm. So sometimes wounding them is something that we can't we can't avoid. Um, mm-hmm. However, it's what we're going to do to be able to to reconcile right from that. Um, so what are some of the things? And let's be a bit more specific as to what what children need from their fathers, what sons 
need from their dads. Um, number one, they need time. Uh, spending real time together. Uh, and though and the different situations, we're not able to spend a whole lot of quantity time, but quality time with your son. And when you spend time with your son, it lets them know that you like them, not just love them. Right? Because kids figure that, you know, you're my dad, you got to love me. But do you like me? You know, and I think when you, when you make some overt actions or be intentional regarding spending time uh, with them and let the kids know that uh, that's important for them and lets them know that you, that you care. Number two, they need life skills from dad. You know, when we see, we, I remember, you know, as a kid being taken to a restaurant and shown how to utilize all the utensils on, uh, on the table. Right? Uh, how is it you're supposed to sit? How are you supposed to dress? Or just uh, how are you supposed to interview? Just some basic life skills that we're supposed to get from our dads. Number three, we need directions uh, and solid answers to like the the why questions of life. In other words, we, fathers, we we pass on our philosophy to our children, right? And under standing not simply what, but um, understand the why behind various things in life. It's critically important. The fourth thing, deep life convictions. And and what convictions are are the non-negotiables in life? What are some of the things that there's this preferences and convictions. I know we talked about that before on our on our show. Some things that we have options about and some things that are are are, are critical that you can't give up that aren't negotiable. And those are of a deep life convictions. And, you know, there's a quote that was shared by one of the gentlemen in the session that I believe is absolutely true when it comes to this deep life convictions. He said, you believe in your son what you have lived out in your home. You believe in your son what you have lived out in your home, which then puts the onus again on us as fathers. Not what are we simply saying to our children, but how are we living how are we being? Because we know as a you know, father and a mother, right, that our children learn some from what we say, more from what we do, but even more from who we are. So um, what they begin to reproduce is based on how they've seen dad live out in, in the home. And if in fact there were some things, yeah, absolutely, the things that yeah. weren't... Um, the, the, the positive things, how, how do we correct those and move forward? Please, Aurelia, go ahead, step in. Well, I know I sent you some text messages and stuff, and I know I'm on a, yeah, I'm a guy. I'm, I'm a guy that can use one side of the brain and my side <laughs> of the brain at a time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, the news that I see here is different from the news that you see in New York. And sometimes you, they, they post it on Facebook, but what I wanted to tell you was there have been several instances out here where I am where um, – one example is a young man, well, it was a group of young men were on a train, and an older guy, very well-dressed, happened to step on a young man's foot when he got on the train. It was unintentional. And they got into, you know, a verbal altercation, but when they got off the train, the young man sucker punched the, the 60-year-old guy. Now, that is an example of not having some kind of proper male role model in your home. Then another instance is a young woman was on the bus, I believe it was, or the train, and her backpack kept hitting this older guy. And 
he got so frustrated, he got up and punched her in her face. Mm. Mm. So that is another example of what you're saying, you know, with the lack of, you know, something to show you and teach you that this is how you treat women or this is not how you treat women or you must respect your elders. All of these things are kind of missing, I think. And this is mm-hmm. and this is what the end results would be based on what you were saying. Yeah, sure. I mean, those 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 I think those are things are part of life convictions, right? And um uh, that that are missing. And and when that doesn't happen, and you know, I significant in your story, uh Aurelia was that there were some young guys that committed the offense against an older man, and then there was an older man who committed the offense. So that means that maturity doesn't come with age, right? It comes with the acceptance of responsibility. Uh, 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 and if it hasn't been resolved younger, it will carry itself later on in life. Right? And so um, clearly both of those dynamics exist existed there. But, you know... Um, yeah, I mean, there's so we can really spend a whole lot of segments on this. But it looks like mm-hmm. we've got about oh, three and a half minutes left on, in the uh, in the session. Uh, I, I did want to just leave us with before we, because again, that next session, you know, um, Marilyn made mention of it. I think it really, really, really is important that we should spend the next the entire next session on healing. All right, how do we? How do we resolve this? How do we move forward from this? We're acknowledging that the challenge exists, what, what some of those things are, but how do we move forward with it? Uh, um, um, just three other essential things that sons need to hear from their fathers and also fathers need to share with their daughters. And, and I'm, of course, I feel I feel compelled to keep women in the conversation as I have to co-host who, who, who are women. <laughs> my initial, hey, my initial okay. thought regarding this, <laughs> my initial thought had to do with men, so uh, mm-hmm. it, it's not from a uh, gender preference. It's just what we're focusing on today. But anyway. Well, we could do another um, show so, on the father's responsibility to women because that's a whole other dynamic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, great. I think we should do that. Matter of fact, maybe we'll do that before we even get to the healing one, right, because all of it, all of it is awareness, then healing. Awareness, then healing. Because you can't heal what you're not aware of, right? And so mm-hmm. we make the, you know, that happen. Between now and then, between now and then, if, if fathers, we can be intentional regarding this. And that is uh, recognizing and knowing that every son needs to hear three things. I love you. I'm proud of you. And you're good at something. Mm-hmm. I love you, I'm proud of you, and you're good at something, whatever that might be. And when those things are done, that those things in and of themselves begin to lend itself towards getting to to healing. And um, once again, we will we'll get to that. We'll get to that point. Ladies, any closing thoughts? Um. Aurelia, I'm sorry. You want to go ahead? Oh, I was just going to say thank you, Steve, for, for taking on this subject matter because it is something that needs to be said. We have so much going on um, that's being played out in the media now, and we need to hear some, I guess you could say, strategies towards correcting the problems because it's mm-hmm. more than just one problem, and I thank you. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I think this is a, a great topic that we can elaborate more on. 
um, on the next segment, like you said, Steve, before uh, we go on to discussing healing. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, what I do want to say is that when one does make the decision to go on to healing and, you know, there may be the person saying, no, I don't need healing. I'm fine. I'm over it. But that's that's what mm-hmm. it's not true. You're, you know, it's their program, then your subconscious mind, and it's going to mm-hmm. trigger. And the problem will reoccur over and over again. And, and uh, so... So if the person makes the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try this forgiveness thing and healing, and mm-hmm. it will absolutely change your life. Mm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. That's great. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I think we've got a lot to look forward to in uh, upcoming segments. But um, thank you all for, for being here today, to my co-hosts and all you, our listeners. Uh, and we're looking forward to being with you again next time. Um, you have a, uh, a blessed month, and we'll see you again on Paradise Shifters. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. Herman Cain and, wait a minute. Hello? 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 I'm here. Yeah. So it would be with, um, you know, and Dennis Miller, that kind of format. Herman Cain and Dennis Miller? Yeah. They're going to be on the show? No, they have their own segments on that network. On oh, that, um, that, on that, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got it, got it. Okay. Okay, but we can talk about it uh, later. All right, I commit, I commit to um, to reading it this time, all right? Okay, great. Thank so you. In the <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay, well, we'll talk soon. All right, Bye. Good. Enjoy. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.